This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren, the podcast by estheticians, for estheticians, and those who seek to learn about their own skin from a professional's perspective. We're diving into our whys as licensed skincare therapists, sharing in our career journeys, and separating the gimmicks from the real heroes in skincare. Welcome to The Treatment Room. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren. This is Lauren, and I'm, of course, here with Tess. We are here for kind of... I don't know. I guess on a somber note, it's just kind of like a weird time in the world right now with, I hate even saying the word, but the coronavirus outbreak. Um, So we kind of wanted to come on and chat about, I guess, just the vibe, what's going on, how can we deal with this, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically, however, um, you know, we're feeling it. Everybody else is feeling it. So we kind of just wanted to talk about it and I guess just hold space and see, you know, if you guys had any any thoughts on it? We're totally open to talk anytime. Our DMs are open. Our inboxes are open. So, so yeah, Tess, how are you doing? How's everything? And Tess and I, just FYI, you guys, we haven't talked before this. So I literally, we don't have any idea what's going on with each other. <laughs> I know. I need to hear how you are. I am well. Derma Plus, actually, we decided yesterday we are going to close up shop for about two weeks for now. We will see how things go. It's just such a state of uncertainty. Nobody knows. It could get worse before it gets better. We don't know. So I am kind of holed up at home. I'm, I've been just kind of staying in with my boyfriend. He might pop out of the shower. I was like, do you want to pop in and say hi? And he goes, he goes, Maybe after I finish my skincare routine. So, oh my god, I love it. He should. He should come on. I know. Maybe he will. Maybe we can coax him out here. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird time. I feel like SDs especially are so empathetic, and we feel so much. So I feel like we just feel that energy so much. So, and I know just even looking on Instagram, kind of gathering the general sentiment. I just feel like I really feel for everyone, especially those who have recently opened up small businesses, people who are, I was reading some comments about some SDs who are, you know, supposed to open like next week. So they're really nervous. I think even for established stores like Dermaplus, just to halt everything except for online retail and just, you know, we're all taking that hit. So it's Mm -hmm. not only worrying about our health, which is, you know, most important, but worrying about all of our financials. So in this episode, we did want to talk about how you can kind of sustain what you're doing and keep your business afloat, things to focus on during this time. So we hope it helps. 
And yeah, I think it's just a good time for us all to pause and slow down a little bit and, you know, know that the world will resume when it does. But for now, this is just kind of, you know, where we are. How are you, Lauren? I'm good. Kind of the same thing. Um, Physically, I'm healthy. Um, I was traveling. I got back about a week ago, a week ago on Friday from a trip to Nashville and then to Wisconsin. And it was just right before all the hysteria started. So um, physically, I feel fine. I don't feel sick at all. I'm, I'm of course, a little nervous because I did just travel that, you know, something's incubating, but let's hope not. Um, But yeah, my company has grounded all travel, all events. Um, We're not going out. Um, All of everybody that works in the office in Las Vegas is working from home now, um, with the exception of our warehouse people who have to be there to pack up and send out orders. But like all the sales team and marketing, we're all working from home and doing our best not to spread um, the virus. So not a huge change for me because I work from home anyways. It's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just weird because like, for instance, yesterday I went out to to brunch for one of my friend's birthdays and I'd been looking forward to it. I was so excited, but then it's just kind of like when you're out and it's just felt really weird and bizarre to be out. And I saw, you know, it felt pretty normal. Nobody was like talking about it or, you know, we obviously didn't all hug each other, but it was just Mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know, it just feels it feels weird. It feels different. I went to the, I went to Whole Foods a couple of days ago, um, just because I was starting to get low on some things. So I thought, okay, mm-hmm. let me go get some things. Mm-hmm. I show up and there's like a nothing there. There's like, you know, no peanut butter, no canned goods, no pasta, no bread, no frozen food. I mean, I've never, I've, right. and of course no toilet paper. I wasn't expecting that though. <laughs> It's it's just, we've like, we live in America. We've never had to go to a store and see shelves bare. So it's really surreal. And it's just being reminded of that we are without those basic necessities and we don't know when they'll be replenished. I think just that alone is a little bit scary. Like Mm -hmm. not knowing if you can get your hands on any more soap, toilet paper. It's, It's very bizarre. So we're all in this together. I think just having empathy for people at the stores, families around you that, you know, may need something and just, you know, being calm and I mean, but being sanitary, being careful. What one thing I will say, and I've had a lot of anxiety. I woke up at six, even though it's, it's a, you know, it would have been a lazy Sunday morning for me, but I woke up at six. I was kind of just anxious and I decided to go for a run because I know, you know, I feel like that is one of the better ways you can exercise during this time. I put my gym membership on a freeze, but I did go on a run and it was just weird to kind of have this consciousness of like running six feet apart from people at all times. And I had gone to Pilates, you know, the other day and it was just uncomfortable like you're out and you're kind of excited to leave your little nest but then it's like this weird fear and like a little bit of guilt and just Mm -hmm. constant kind of for me just uh, I feel neurotic like I just you know want to keep my distance the teacher was actually doing hands-on adjustments if you can believe it during the class and I just I thought I kind of gave her a little like I got it okay like you know like I'll 
whatever you say, just like don't need to be touched right yeah. now. But she kept walking around the room and she would come over and touch me. And I, you oh, know, yeah. it's just, we've never experienced that, but it, you know, it makes you realize, it, I don't know that the risk is all around us at all times with mm-hmm. all kinds of viruses. And as Estes, I think it's, you know, it just puts more of a spotlight on our businesses and our practices, those yeah. of us who are open right now, as far as sanitation and respecting your clients, you know, wishes to be touched or not. And, you know, maybe it's not shaking somebody's hand in the lobby if you're just meeting them. Yeah. You never know what people are uncomfortable with. So now is the time, if ever, to just be extra aware and extra yeah. socially conscious. And it's funny just the way different people process things I'm realizing. I'm realizing so much about how people cope in hardships. For example, Dylan, my boyfriend and I, we're we're pretty opposite in some senses. Like he's just very chill, go with the flow, actually never get sick. Like he's clean, but not to my extent. So I'm you know, I'm sure I'm trying to look at myself through his eyes and I'm over here like disinfecting, cleaning every couple of hours because it kind of helps me cope and it helps with my anxiety. But, you know, he's of the mindset, like, we don't have it. What are you doing? Like, (laughs) you can watch Harry Potter with me. Like, you know, you're not, you're not changing the situation. And I just had to explain, like, this makes me feel more comfortable. This makes me feel like I'm doing something. And there's going to be those people who are maybe in denial a little bit or people who just want to kind of chill out and, you know, not do anything. Mm -hmm. Then there's the people on the other extreme. So it's just been, it's been really interesting, especially to be under one roof. Yeah. I think that, I think there's also such a, a fine line between overreacting and underreacting. Do you know what I mean? And I don't even know Mm -hmm. if there's like strong definitions of either. There's just, I guess what you were saying, like different ways of coping with it and dealing with it because there's, there's definitely, I think two sides of the fence right now. There's people who are like, well, this isn't that big of a deal. It's just like the flu. This is mass hysteria Mm -hmm. for no reason. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that are like, no, this is, this is serious. And this is like, I tend to fall in more of that category that like, this isn't something that we want to mess with because, no matter what anybody says, the death rate is a lot higher than the flu. It's still, they say, I think between like four and can be, could be as high as 12%. We don't totally know, but for, you know, the flu, it's like 0.2%, I think is the death rate or something like that, or 2%. I don't remember, but anyways, Mm -hmm. it is more deadly than the flu, but it's just like the, the fact that it's spreading so far and in the fact that it is creating this mass hysteria, it's like, you know, I do think that this needs to be taken super seriously and that we should be doing everything we can, no matter how inconvenient to try to, you know, slow the spread of it, because the sooner we slow the spread, the the easier it's going to be the, you know, the sooner we can go back to our normal lives, but it's like finding that balance between taking it seriously, but not overreacting, freaking out, hoarding toilet paper, you know, mm-hmm. buying all the hand sanitizer. And it's just, it's also interesting because it's, it's highlighting, if you ask me, in my opinion, um, it's highlighting some aspects of our society that I think are really ugly, to be honest. Yes. I've seen, right. I've seen like videos of, of, of like, you know, middle-aged and younger women pulling 
you know, uh, rolls of toilet paper out of the hands of an elderly woman and people fighting over stuff like this in the stores. And it's just like, it's bizarre. And it's like, of course, we all need to look out for ourselves and we all need to make sure that we're stocked and we've got, you know, everything that we can, but, but not at the expense of others. I don't think, I mean, I feel like we need, we're not, we're not anything without each other. We have to be in this together. Otherwise we're, you know, we're never going to get through it. Right. Right. So just having that empathy. And I think, like you said, it's, it's an unknown and that's just, right. That's that's scary about it. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think that, um, you have to have empathy for the people who, you, for people who are overreacting and for people who are under underreacting, you know what I mean? Because everybody's got their own right. way of dealing with it. Um, and as long as, you know, personally, I feel like we shouldn't be putting anybody else at risk, you know, you know, social distancing as much as we possibly can, but you do have to have empathy yes. for people and kind of try to see where everybody's coming from. Cause this is, I mean, in my lifetime, this is completely unprecedented. I've never experienced anything like this. And I know historically stuff like this has happened before, but for most of us, this is our first time navigating through this. So not everybody's going to react in the perfect way. It couldn't have said it better myself. Everyone is having their own reactions right now. I think some people, you know, the people who are out at bars or who are traveling, like maybe it's their coping mechanism to want to be social and want to drink and, or maybe, you know, get away or go Mm -hmm. see family. And, you know, I'm in the same camp as you, Lauren. I think just, we have to be as careful as possible because this isn't something that's been studied in humans, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's just, you know, erring on the side of caution and I think being a little kinder than you would think necessary um, right now. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because there was also the point about that everybody keeps making that, you know, this isn't, it's not just about you. Like me and you, Tess, we would probably fare pretty well if we got it. Um, You know, you probably a little worse than me because you tend to have health issues. Well, that's the thing. um, I do have the underlying, I have Hashimoto. So I have, I am autoimmune. So I, I think, yeah. sorry, go ahead. I, no, that's okay. I think it, it's part of my neuroses. Like a part of me doesn't know what would happen mm-hmm. if I were to get sick. And, you know, Andrea, the owner at Derma Plus, I think she was checking in with me a little extra before we did decide to close the doors. You know, she was like, how are you feeling? Are you comfortable? And I really appreciate that and respect that about her as a business owner that, you know, she takes that extra step with her employees and has that Mm -hmm. compassion. And she knows me and she knows my health situation. She knows how I fare, even just the regular day to day we're exposed to so much. But, you know, I'm, I'm in the younger category so hopefully I'd be okay, but we don't, we don't know. So you just never know. That's the thing. And I think that kind of goes to that same point is that just because somebody's young, you can't assume that they're a hundred percent healthy and perfect. Yeah. I mean, this is my last example, but doing laundry this morning, I was like, I'll wake. This is part of the reason I woke up extra early. I just know you should, if you are going to go to the store, do these things go early. So I was like, I'll go to the laundry room, put my stuff in, you know, get it out of the way. So hopefully I don't really have to be in close quarters with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I go back down. I'm usually pretty good about, I have a communal laundry center. I'm pretty good about setting my timer and being right on top of it when it goes off. But I think I was a couple minutes behind Anyway, I go in and somebody's moved my stuff, just put it out on the open. And oh God. I mean, that's annoying in a normal circumstance. Yeah. 
But I, I would get it. I, I wouldn't want to wait either to use the machines. And it was rude of me to be a little late. But just in this climate, like, come on, please don't touch my clothes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I walked in there and I like, I, I think sternly, but appropriately told this person, you know, I'm a little extra cautious. This is what's going on with me. I would have appreciated if you just, you know, if we try to be as clean as possible. Yeah. How did they react? She was totally respectful. She was like, oh. I totally get it. You know, normally I wouldn't do this. I always wash yeah. my hands. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And she was so sweet. So That's it was good. good. It was That's just good. a normal human, you know, communication. Yeah. This is strange. So That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody just like, she was probably on edge extra as well. Just like, oh, I want to get my laundry done. I don't want to be down here. So, you know, I think it just kind of points to everybody being a little more on edge or testy, but I'm so glad that that was like a a good encounter and not one that got great. Something kind of fired up and I feel like I'm so non-confrontational, but it hit that nerve and I just had to kind of speak my piece there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm so proud of you because I'm like not that person. I am so... I said this at brunch yesterday. I'm like, I'm so not that person that speaks up. I would just be like, oh my God. Like in my head, I'd be like, wow, that sucks. What a terrible person. But then I, I would never say anything. I'd be like, oh, hi, how's it going? <laughs> like, I know. But, yeah, I probably, so that's good for you to speak up. I probably wouldn't have said anything, but we also, we had to kind of like navigate around each other to use the machine. So yeah, awkward. it was a little awkward, but yeah. anyhow, we're... Yeah, I think just the reality of it is the unknown is scary, but let's talk about some things we can do as an esthetician community during this time to make the most of our business. Hopefully not consider this a total loss because there are certainly proactive things you can do. And I think that one point I want to make really quick before we get into this is that this is temporary. It's not going to be forever. And I think that's where a lot of the hysteria is coming from is that we don't know how long this is going to last. However, this, like, unless the world is ending, then we have bigger fish to fry, but this will not, this won't last forever. So just, just, I want to make that point that like, we're all going to be okay. We, we're going to move forward from this. Um, and it's important, I think, what we're going to talk about today, just kind of figuring out how to best use your time, how to stay mentally, physically, emotionally sane during a situation like this, and just basically how to how to make the best out of it and how to come out on top. So sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to kind of that little last point. No, I love that. I think, yeah, in any moment, things feel more permanent than they are. So just yeah, let's all exactly. remember it's temporary and life will resume. So yeah, I'd say let's take advantage. Like when do you actually have this downtime of weeks or even months to do all the little things you want to do, but you've put off because your day-to-day is so hectic, you're tired after working long physical hours if you are a traditional esthetician. So let's dive into what you can do. Lauren, mm-hmm. you want to kick it off? Yeah. So I think the first point we have here is take this time to work on backend organization for your business. So whether it be tidying up your schedule or, um, you know, your supply list, your inventory, figuring out what product line, if you want to bring a new one in, if you want to get rid of things, just anything that you've had on your to-do list that needs to get done that you haven't, you know, had the time to do, hasn't been a priority. This is a great time to do that, to get yourself prepared for when you do kind of relaunch or reopen your doors. Yeah. 
I mean, like who wants to go through their files, throw Ugh. out or, you Worst. know, recycle old paperwork. Yeah. You know what? You can Those do your things. taxes. You can do your taxes right now. Because <laughs> they're going to be due soon. So just get them done when you have nothing else to do. <laughs> get them done. Make sure your employees have the right paperwork to do so. Get caught up on client emails. Go through mm-hmm. your cabinets. Throw out expired products. Yes. Like Lauren said, if you've been thinking about introducing a new line, maybe put some research hours into those products. Plenty of things you can do just even within the spa just to get things organized. So when you do come back, things are smooth, they're fresh. And, you know, I've been doing this even at home with my own um, medicine cabinets and my my closet. And it's, I think there's something to be said about that spring cleaning. And I think this is a perfect time to kind of take that on. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Just, just also, I think it would help your, it helps your mental state, at least for me and Tess to, to do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not that person. I, I tend to be a procrastinator, but it doesn't make me feel good. Do you know what I mean? So like if I, right. So if I get up and I'm, you know, or say it's, it's the weekend, I'm like, okay, I have to go grocery shopping. I have to clean my house. I have to do my laundry. Like constantly thinking about it and putting it off is way worse for me than just getting up on Saturday morning, going to the store, putting my laundry in, cleaning my house, and then I'm good to go. So I think it's kind of the same like mentality is that like if we have this downtime, so go through your stuff, take care of the things that have been sitting in the back of your mind for a while. And that way, when you, when you can reopen your doors, you can focus really strongly on your clients, your services, and the things that are right in front of you in that moment. And you don't have those lingering, you know, oh gosh, I have to do this and I have to do that. Like you don't have those anymore. You can just start fresh, clean slate, and you don't have to worry about the rest of it. So I think that mentally more than anything, it's going to help a lot. I love that. Yeah. Getting things out of the way so you can put your, put your clients first and think of how excited people will be once they do step foot in your spa. So yeah, I think taking care of those things so you can really give that them that special attention once your doors open again, because they will. I think that's a really uh, positive spin on our circumstances. Okay. Next, we wanted to talk about taking advantage of social media. I think anytime, it can even be like the holidays, people are on their phone more, but especially a crisis like this, I think the first thing people cling to kind of is their screens because it's a safe, it's a safe space. People use it to vent and it is a goldmine, I think right now, such Mm -hmm. It could be such a missed opportunity not to take advantage of social media right now. So let's talk about some of the things you can do online. So first, you can start scheduling out your social media posts. I know Andrea, the owner of Dermaplus, has really been enjoying this and some of the, the apps that allow you to plan out your social media and you can even kind of, you know, map out your Instagram posts so that they all look cohesive and look good together. I know Planoly is is the app she uses. Mm-hmm. There's, there's other that you can use. I've used both. Planoly is, I think, a little prettier than, <laughs> than Preview is, but that's, oh, okay. I love scheduling my posts because it's just kind of like, I like to write when I feel Right, like inspired. inspired. Yeah, but but it's not always the opportune time to post at like 11 p.m. You know what I mean? So if you can kind of pl- you can write what you want when you feel inspired, and then post it when I guess I hate it, but like the algorithm when it's a better time to post. 
Yes. And I feel like I just, even during this time, I've been noticing, I don't know, my emotions are kind of like up, up and down. Like sometimes I'll be really inspired and want to write out like a, a lengthy post. Sometimes I'll want to film a video or, mm-hmm. you know, podcast with you, Lauren, but there's going to be those days where you feel off and you don't feel like doing it. So I think scheduling, scheduling it out in advance, like you said, when inspiration strikes is a great idea. Another thing Dermaplus has been doing and kind of offering to our clients is virtual, virtual consultations about your skincare. And, you know, it's like, you sacrifice a little bit in not being able to, you know, see somebody in person and feel their skin. But I think it's still a really great opportunity and people still, I think, especially now want to practice self-care and, you know, if they've been too busy to kind of think about creating a cohesive skincare routine, as long as the product line is mild enough, I think it's, you know, a really great thing to offer people right now. And I, I know personally, I am tempted to shop more. So I think just, you know, even if you have to post on social media that you have that available, I think that's great. And I think it's a great way to support a small business at at this time. If their doors can't physically be open, I know Dermaplus has been stressing this, that, um, that purchasing online through our store and, you know, maybe referencing your esthetician's name so they can get the commission is a really great way to support small businesses, which we need right now. The service industry is about to get hit pretty hard right now. So, and it's been really sweet. I think a lot of my clients have been writing in asking, you know, how can we support our estheticians during this time if they're not getting paid, which has been so heartwarming. So I know it's kind of this whole situation has kind of shown a darker side of humanity, but I think a lot of light as well. So yes. So let's hold on to that. Um, And the next video tutorials, I think this is a great time if you've kind of needed a push to get out there on social media, if you're not, you're not comfortable necessarily normally showing your face on stories or talking, which is not really my forte either. But I think this is a great time to push yourself out of your comfort zone, maybe a little gua sha tutorial or a little lymphatic drainage tutorial. I think people really need that that stress relief right now. And I'm enjoying even just watching a lot of other SDs, you know, utilize video content. So I think that is a great approach as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that social media, especially in this time when we're all, you know, social distancing and quarantine and I, you know, isolating ourselves, I think it's going to be really, honestly, you guys, I've had a screen time on my Instagram for a while, (laughs) trying to make sure that I'm like not, you know, staring at it for nine hours a day. Um, But honestly, I took my screen time off because I'm like, I feel like I need to feel connected in this time. Not that I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, a social butterfly at all times, but it just feels like I want to stay engaged as much as I can. So yeah, I think that keeping up with your social media um, and our next point on here is like respond to your comments and engage because as much as we are not being social physically with our friends Mm -hmm. and our family, I think being able to engage online is is really amazing. And it's, it's really cool that we have that opportunity, um, to do that, that this day and age to have friends and to have, you know, a community online that's not in your, you know, direct physical area. 
Absolutely. And I know as a spa owner, it can be a little tricky figuring out how you can grow your page, but engagement is a great way to do that. So if you do have a page, you really should be commenting and responding to every comment on your post. And it's something I've always tried to do with my YouTube and now my Instagram, but just really, it's kind of, you know, acknowledging that people took the time out of all of the content on the internet to respond to you. So I think it's really important not just to let them know that, you know, you see that and you appreciate it, but it really can help your numbers grow as well. And I know some people will kind of utilize engagement in a way that's not so genuine and, you know, people will do the whole follow for follow thing. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a great time to discover new estheticians on Instagram and whatnot and, you know, start building little connections there. And hopefully eventually that helps you grow too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that it's so important. I know whenever I follow somebody, if I'm trying to engage with them or commenting or whatever, I mean, it's kind of a bummer when people don't respond, you know, because if you're putting yeah. your time out there, it's it's always nice to get that to get that in return. And I've, you know, with my current small following that I have, I've made, I feel like really good friends online and in my inbox and everything, my DMs. So I think that creating that community is important on a lot of different levels. It will help your business. Um, and it also help you mentally and emotionally to feel like you are still connected to people, especially within the industry, since we're all kind of, you know, in really uncertain times and, and not being in the spa all the time, not being with other estheticians all the time. So, um, yeah, staying engaged, I think can help in a, in a lot of different aspects of your life. Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, gone is that era of keeping secrets about your business. I think we're all so open now to, to sharing what we do know. And I know your bestie, your SD bestie, I think (laughs) she does an incredible job. Like her page is all about community, but I love just going through the comment threads and kind of you know, especially now I was going through and she had kind of, you know, posed a question like, what is everyone doing during this time? Like, how are you staying afloat? How are you feeling? And I just loved seeing every esthetician's individual response. Some people were closing, some people were staying open, but, you know, practicing the utmost um, of sanitation. And, you know, it's just, I think, comforting to, to kind of be a part of, a community and a shared passion and, you know, even commiserate, I think there's, there's still value there and kind of, you know, we're at least knowing we're all in it together. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bottom line. It's good to know that you're not alone. Right. You know, could you imagine like I live alone. So like if we didn't have the media that we currently have with all of these issues that it has that, you know, it's still such an amazing you know, tool and thing that we have to be able to stay connected. And I always think about this because, you know, everybody's like, take time away from the screen, you know, Mm -hmm. don't be on Instagram all the time. And, and, you know, some people talk about detoxing and deleting Instagram for a while. And I've thought about doing that, but then sometimes I'm like, well, I, I definitely would always go back to it because it's such a way to keep contact and keep in touch with people. Like, you know, like people that I've met through my travels, um, to Costa Rica and wherever else, I'm still connected with them on Instagram. And, you know, we still exchange a message here and there or whatever. So I think that being able to stay connected helps just immensely. And it also, in, in terms of business, it keeps your customers aware Mm -hmm. of what you're doing, how you can still serve them, even if you're not, you know, in the spa and in the, um, in the treatment room, you can, 
you know, let them know if you're, if you're going to offer any sales or if you're doing free shipping, or if you're even just starting to ship out packages, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do in order to keep your business up and running, it's way easier to communicate that with your clients um, online than it is say via an email or posting a sign or whatever, you know, the olden right. days ways would have been. Phone call. Yeah. You'd be on the phone nonstop. Yeah. This is definitely such a gift to have the tool of social media. And I know Derma Plus has been posting, we will be open for, you know, certain limited hours on this day. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to let people know they can still come in and purchase your retail product, or you can let them know, like Lauren said, you're shipping things out and letting people know you are just available to them. You're listening, you're, you're excited to talk about, you know, whatever their, their skin goals are that you are there for them and that you are, you know, available to, to service them even during this crazy time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's great. Keep up with that. Try not to isolate in that sense too much even though we have to isolate pretty much in every other aspect of our lives. Yeah. <sighs> Instagram is all we have left. Yes. Could you, what if this is all orchestrated <laughs> by Instagram? <laughs> oh Anyways, uh, just kidding. Just joking. <laughs> now you've planted the seed. I know. I'm like, I can't oh unhear it. <laughs> can't unhear it. We'll delete it out of the podcast. Uh, no, just kidding. just kidding. Okay. So next up, um, <laughs> We wanted to say, take this opportunity to physically deep clean your space. So, and this, in my opinion, doesn't just relate to coronavirus and getting the virus out of your space if it's possibly there. I think it's a great time to deep clean your space, clean your equipment, because first of all, you want to make sure that your equipment is is running properly and efficiently because that's going to make it last longer for you. So you're not constantly investing in a new machine that could have lasted mm-hmm. you a whole mm-hmm. lot longer if you had just, it's like a car. You have to upkeep the service on your car as well as your equipment. So deep clean everything. Do, I mean, I'm talking baseboards, corners of the floors, your <laughs> equipment, like everything, make it sparkle. And it, okay. you know, cause when do we have time to do that otherwise? Right. And yeah, in between appointments, it's like, you know, you have maybe five to 15 minutes to turn things over. If you're a busy spa, I think things, a big one for us that can be, can take a little bit longer and may normally need to be done at the end of the day, but this is a great time to do it is things like a hydrofacial machine, you know, clean the hose, clean the, every little part of it, the little nozzles, um, make sure you run the water through it. So those things that take a little more bit more attention to detail than just putting in, you know, UV light and sterilizing. I think now is a great time to do it. Maybe looking at tools like Clarisonics that you could replace the brush head Mm -hmm. um, and just going through your equipment, making sure things are still charging properly, taking a little survey of like, you know, maybe what needs to be replaced. If you've had a towel cabbie for years and years, if you've had, you know, your steamer for years and years, and maybe it's time for an upgrade. I think this is a good time when you do have the time to research what else is out there um, mm-hmm. and kind of figure out how you can revamp and make, make room for the new. Yeah, exactly. I mean, replace things that need to be replaced. This is also probably a good time to do that um, because in light of, the current state of the economy, there's probably going right. to be quite a few sales 
that going on. So you could probably, first of all, support smaller businesses or just business in general, the economy in general, by continuing to, you know, not not necessarily purchase a house or anything crazy, but if you just keep up your normal purchasing routines and buy things that you need as opposed to holding out, that definitely will help the economy overall. Um, and you could save yourself a little bit of money too if there's a good sale going on or free shipping or whatever it might be. And, you know, just, I guess, taking the time to also just look at your space as a whole and think, okay, how can I improve on this? And how do I want to, you know, improve on this and make it a little more me or a little more updated, you know, get a new sign, a new lighting, um, new coffee machine, just, you know, little things that you maybe you've wanted to get for a little while. Just take it, make it, make it now, make it the time and just kind of, you know, make it look like you want it to. So it's almost like a revamp for when you reopen your doors. Right. I feel like sometimes, you know, when you can walk away from a situation and come back with fresh eyes, yeah, you just, you know, you get excited to make a space really inspired. And I think this again is your opportunity to do that. Make it like, take it to the next level, like yeah. not just disinfecting things and making sure everything's working, but think about what you can do to make your space really stand out. Like make it, make it as Instagram-y as that, you know, like really cute matcha bar you've walked in. And, right. you know, it's like your natural instinct is to just want to take a bunch of selfies and share it with your friends. Think about how you can bring that same excitement to your business. Like Lauren said, whether it's like a cute neon sign or a, a little, you know, coffee bar where everything's really cutely um, presented and People are just happy, excited, comforted to be there. Like, how can you make it super social media friendly, I think, is a really good focus. Yeah, there's these things that you can buy. It's like, I don't know what the technical term for it for it is, but it's like Klingon wallpaper almost. So it's like wallpaper that you can put up, but it doesn't damage the wall when you take it down. And I think that's such a cute way to to update your space even if it's just temporarily and it's trendy and it'll be gone in a year like just put something yeah yeah, like a cute background for a photo or you know something personally I would want my client to walk in and be like oh my gosh this is so cute I have to take a photo and like show all my friends right or even a cute sign with like a custom hashtag that Mm -hmm. you know they have those little um little like fake chalkboard blackboard you could put your your menu on there and a little custom hashtag yeah you're special tell them to tag the location and tag your spa put your handle for sure make that um super super visible another thing to to think about is potentially like redoing your um your your personal cards that you hand out your business cards Mm -hmm. uh Kind of updating that with some social media info or just making it super aesthetic and chic and um, something you are excited to hand out if you're still kind of doing physical business cards. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love business cards. I need to get some more actually now that I'm thinking about it and I want to redesign them. Yeah. I feel like it, it doesn't only inspire your clients. Um, I think it, I think it kind of re-inspires you. So yeah, something because- to be said about a little makeover. Yeah, exactly. Because your doors will reopen. This is not, I mean, it feels like the end of the world right now, but I I cannot stress it enough. It is not the end of the world and we cannot go into it thinking that it is because that's just going to make, you know, make things worse when it doesn't need to be worse. So yeah. So we also wanted to talk to, to talk about, 
blah, blah, blah. Um, giving yourself a nice little at-home treatment, something that I think we as estheticians don't do as frequently as, as first of all, people think we do, <laughs> and also as frequently as probably we would like to. So, you know, being able to especially take advantage of the time if your treatment room is empty and your doors are closed, but you're still in there, you know, cleaning or doing whatever, give yourself a hydrofacial or a dermaplane or whatever it is that you feel like your skin needs in that moment. Because, I mean, if you ask me, it's it's one of the most ultimate acts of self-care that you can do is like really give yourself the treatment that you give all of your clients. Yes. And remind yourself like how special it feels to have a facial on the books. I think it's always a good reminder um, to trade services when you can and, you know, just be familiar with how, I think it's a nice reminder to like feel how the equipment feels on your skin. And that way you can always like better prepare a client or let them know like this is going to feel like this. So um, yeah, do it for not only your skin, do it for, you know, the sake of the business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's almost like a little training for yourself because I mean, there were a lot of times where I would either give myself a treatment or get a treatment from one of my colleagues and and I would be like, wow, that feels way different than I thought it did. Right. You know right. I mean? Yeah. So maybe it, it, it kind of, you know, it tells you, okay, I gotta do this a little softer, or maybe yeah. this feels great on the chin area. I always learned the best massage techniques from um, from a girl that I used to work with. Her name's Lindsay. Um, she's amazing. I'll have to find her Instagram because she's in Orange County if anybody needs somebody in Orange County for facials. Um, her name is Lindsay Bowman and she works at um, the Facial Lounge in Corona Del Mar in Newport Beach. Anyway, she would always, little plug for Lindsay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would, oh my God, she does the best facial massage. I cannot even tell you. So whenever she oh. would give me a facial, I would be like holding a mirror and like watching what she does because I'm like, this feels amazing. And I, I want to take this to my clients. I want to be able to, to replicate this. So yeah. So getting, you know, giving yourself a treatment or, or trading with somebody is, I think it's imperative almost to your, to your success, to know how things feel and, you know, how, how you want them to feel versus maybe, oh, this doesn't feel as good as I thought it did. Right. And I think you'll, you'll also pick up on, you know, kind of elements of the aftercare, give yourself a good, you know, maybe a little, a little dermal roll. If you have a, you know, a good roller that you've purchased from a medical spa, for example, something that's really high quality or give yourself a little peel. And I think, you know, it's, it's just a good refresher to remember, oh, I was a little bit, you know, drier. I, I felt a little bit more sensitized when I worked out. That didn't feel good. Like when I used water that was a little too hot, that didn't feel good. I, um, when I used acids on my skin too soon, that didn't feel good. I, I noticed I had more hyperpigmentation when I went outside. So it's always a good um, little refresher to kind of do it yourself. Cause as much as you're instructing people, when you have that personal experience behind it, I think it's, it's that much more of a reminder. Yeah, exactly. I love it. And I, Oh, I want to get a facial now that we're talking about that. <laughs> I know. Come to me and I will, I, I will know, treat right? you I'll, to the works. I have to drive to San Francisco cause I'm not getting on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. That'll be, it'll be in our future plans for this Very year. Near future, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, lastly, I wanted to just kind of remind you guys, this could be a really great educational opportunity. So if you're listening to this podcast, you are already doing this, but it's just a great time to soak up all the resources, podcasts, 
books, YouTube videos, um, watch videos on facial massage, or maybe there is that that element of the facial you don't feel super comfortable with. Just lean into that discomfort and, and learn more because practice is the best way to kind of overcome that fear and get familiar with things. So um, yeah, take that time to train at home as much as you can. Read up on your products maybe. Um, find new estheticians that... I always love finding a new esthetician because I feel like it kind of just like awakens the passion a little bit more, like watching somebody else so excited about something. Like um, Dana Omari is a really great one, Noi Skincare on Instagram. I feel like anyone, you watch her videos, you're just instantly so intrigued in facial massage or buccal massage or lymphatic drainage. And I think it's really contagious to remind yourself of um, why you fell in love with something in the first place. Yeah. She's, I, I love noise skincare. She's you, I started following her because you said so. And uh-huh. I do pretty much everything you say. <laughs> and um, she, oh my God, her facial massage. I like, uh, I feel like I can feel it through the phone. You know right. what I mean? Oh, and then right. she's posting really funny TikToks right now too. So a little light and bright to your day as well. Yes. I love her TikToks. And yeah, she's, she's kind of revamping her space. So and I just love in general uh, following Estes who are kind of sharing their journey, opening a new business or a new space. I just think it's it's so cool to watch the process unfold and wow. you know see how they're just you know doing everything from start to finish. So um, I love doing that and finding Estes who are kind of sharing their journey. My friend Jackie Zuzu actually is this is this has been a really hard time for her because she just opened her doors a couple weeks ago she has a a business called glow and go beauty co and she does last lash lamination um she does lash extensions is kind of her main thing but she also does spray tans so it's just been you know a hard time for her but she's been sharing everything she's doing on instagram and she's got a great aesthetic on there i'm gonna Lauren, maybe you can bring her on this week since we will have to. more downtime. I'm sure she'd love to come on. So, um, yeah, I think just getting inspired by business owners and other estheticians is a great way to stay close to what you love. Yeah. Yeah. And I think lastly, but arguably most importantly, it's to just know that life will resume. Yeah. You know, this isn't going to be forever. It's things you will reopen your doors. You're not going to go out of business. Don't even think that. And just take advantage of the downtime, take advantage of the opportunity and be grateful for the opportunity to work on these things that you've wanted to work on or learn some new things and, and allow yourself to progress in this moment. This is not a moment of standstill, even though it feels like it. Use this as a moment to grow, to hone in your craft, to learn, and then, you know, bring that to your business when you reopen. Yes. Or, I mean, maybe, maybe none of this is for you. And that's, that's fine. This is, this is totally, this is what you can do. If you want to feel like you are doing something right now, if you want to be proactive, if you want to just use this time to chill and you can afford to do so and come back refreshed, like, you know, taking a little break from the gym, like taking a few weeks off a month off and coming back guns blazing. Mm -hmm. So excited. Like, we may not have like a long vacation ahead of us if you are totally staying home. So, you know, maybe take the time to recharge, do nothing, watch 
Netflix and chill. It's, it's whatever makes you, um, you know, feel like yourself right now. I think everyone's just trying to just maintain as much normal as they can. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So do what fills you up and what you feel like is going to to serve you best in the long run. Because yeah, sometimes, I mean, it's really easy to be a workaholic in this um, mm-hmm. industry and to constantly, we've talked about this before, but to constantly give, give, give without, you know, taking time for yourself. So yeah, maybe this is the time where it's, you know, the universe telling you to to slow your roll, chill out a little bit. And that's great too. Whatever you feel like is going yeah. to help you the best. Yeah. And I know for me, like part of it, is things like this podcast, Lauren. And I I notice I'm just, I'm not myself. I'm like, you know, a little bit less fulfilled when I'm not doing things like, you know, being part of the community and talking to you guys. So thank you for letting us talk to you and um, share in this crazy time. And we would love to know how you're feeling. Maybe leave a little review. We read them all and let yes. us know if if this episode helped you at all in yeah. any way. If you have any thoughts, if you have any ideas for future episodes, we would love to know. Yes, please let us know. And we, I mean, we appreciate you guys. We see all of you and we, we love doing this. So we love to know that you guys love it too. So thank you so much. And just, we're all in this together. We're going to get through this together. Our inboxes are always open. So shoot us a DM or an email or a comment, whatever. Um, We're always happy to chat. Yes. Okay. Love you guys. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.